Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. So, we are talking about establishing godly altars. Um, let us go to the book of 1 Kings. The Bible says, and now you say, go tell your master, Elijah is here. Okay? You know, some of us need to speak to certain things and tell them, I want you to know, Alex is here. This thing can't happen because I am here. You know, when they are having these clan troubles, problems, challenges, mania, what? You just tell them, no, 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 don't worry. I am here. Go tell your master. Go tell your... <laughs> How do you start a someone like this and it's so good already like this? Glory be to God. When a situation comes and you tell it, go tell your master, whoever brought you, that I am here. You know, uh, I, 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 you've heard me tell the story of, of, of Benson. Yeah? The, the man told him, even if your God comes, the, he said, don't, don't even disturb him. Don't disturb my God. I am here. You must stand as a man or a woman who has been clothed with the presence and the power of the Spirit of God and say, I am here. I've told you this story before also. I've told you this story before. We're in an assembly and this deputy teacher told us, told the boys, we are in a Catholic school, Lubaga boys, headed by the cardinal himself. And the man told us to sing. He said, when you know, they prayed their, their prayers. Eh? The Hail Mary, full of grace, the Jima, what? And then they finished, then our father, what? They finished. Then when they finished, everyone kept quiet like this. So then uh, the, the, the brother, that Catholic brother who they put on braces <laughs> like that. Um, he, he, told, he told the boys, you know, when you finish singing, I mean, when you finish praying, you should sing a, a song. So these are boys who have just finished eating posho and beans. And so they began, cast your burdens, pay unto Jesus, hey, for he cares. For they sang until dust began coming. When, they, when we began singing, of course, I was standing in the back because there was too much dust, seriously. So the man gets angry. Say, stop, 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 stop. Like, I was in the back. I'm like, like, we were not part. Of, you are the one who told the boys to sing. They sang our song. And now you are complaining. So I remember standing up behind. I don't know what came on me, but I was just angry. 
I, I, I stood behind. I pointed. I said, God, I cannot be in the same school with that man. Preps. We are going for preps. And on Monday, they came and announced that Brother Shisitu had been transferred. <laughs> he, had been, he had been transferred to St. Henry's College, Chitovu. Masaka. I said, hey, this is, this is powerful. I like this. Now, you know what is funny? Is we fi I finished my senior six. So I went back to collect my results. Guess who was back in the deputy's office? <laughs> Brother Chisitu was back. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't be in the same school. So he got transferred. And then by the time, yeah, when I left, he came back. Because go tell your master. Hallelujah. You must understand the amazingness of the power of God that is in you. Amen. You are a sitting time bomb. So when people are stressing up, I can give you so many different examples. And now I am releasing this thing to also begin to operate and manifest in your life in Jesus' name. Raise up your hands and say, thank you, Lord. I am here with all power and with all authority. I am here in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give him glory. Give him glory. And it shall come to pass as soon as I am gone from you that the spirit of the Lord will carry you to a place I do not know. <laughs> so what, what had happened in this story is that uh, Elijah, El, by the way, and Elijah is operating in a very old covenant. He doesn't have, with Elijah, the spirit of the Lord comes upon him and then goes and comes upon him and then goes. So what Elijah did, Elijah was wise. Because Elijah kept praying. He kept praying. He kept praying so that the spirit is on him. Is on him. All that now. <laughs> so he could operate. Now for you, the powerful thing is the spirit is not just upon you. You have the spirit with you. In you. And upon you. Always. Always, always, the Holy Spirit is with you, always. Behold, I will be with you, always. So, Elijah was dangerous because he came and told the king, told him, according to my word. You know, you people, you should start practicing some of these things. Like, Ojakwe Wunya. You start saying, according to my words, I have decided. Uh, I told you two days ago, my mother was at home. And I remembered that uh, we were just talking. But I remembered she used to send me to buy uh, a quarter kilo of meat. 
kakuota kenyama. We are only ten at our house. So, ngemara. <laughs> I see some people laughing as if, like they are trying to pretend like it has never happened at there. So, we were just talking with my mother. And, um, and I told her, Hanai mama, wagulanga nyokuota kenyama. So we came from a quarter. Then we began a half. So when we got to a half, I, I, I used to just be, like you go to the butcher, there's a very big piece of meat. And you tell the man, half. So I, one day I told my mother, my head cannot even compulate the cost of half a kilo. I can't even calculate it in my head. That mathematics doesn't even exist. But you know why I'm, I'm telling you this? Because mom reminded me, Auntie Wazigobe Waka, like I just stood and I said, not anymore. Yes, we are either buying a kilo or two kilos. And what are you saying? We are either buying a kilo or two kilos. So And you know, So Elijah, Elijah was that dangerous. He told the king, ah, according to my word, not God's word, my word. And I was telling you recently, because you know that some of you, up to now, you are being affected by inferior words. Like uh, some, some cowboy got tired of you and saying, oh, you are the most ugly woman. I don't even know how much, how, how I ever even fell in love with you. And he spoke all these words. Now, and for some reason, will you wait a minute? I am helping someone here. Uh, for some reason, from that day, every time you look yourself in the mirror, you are like, and it was, it was a senior two boy who said, who said you are the most, ah, some boys, some of you, some of one of the reasons you probably don't have a fears is because you, you spoke to some Cassinia two girl and she said, Where? So, and from that day up to now, you fear talking to women. It's the reason you haven't yet got. <laughs> Now, uh, I'm trying to make a point. The point is this. Some kadud says words like that. Up to now, they are still marking someone's life. And that kadud spoke words without even the Holy Spirit. There are some of... Your, your, your own mother stood and said, You annoyed her. You annoyed her. And she said, and now you are afraid of getting married. It just comes to show you the power that God invested in human beings. 
And I am here to say to you that if someone, if a person can stand and say things like that and they become effective, it means you also, hey, you also can stand and begin to say, and you say, according to my word, as Alex Mutagubia, it shall be this way. You know, I was at university. I was at the Makerere Small Gate. And I was entering, entering from Chikoni side, going through, going through the engineering side to the Moonbox, going. It was, about, it was evening time. And I was amazed because as every girl that was passing me looked very beautiful. I am telling you, it was like a black girl comes. I'm like, hey, she's nice. A brown one passes. Ah, she's nice. A brown one, pa I, a short one passes. She's short, but she's nice. Uh, a tall one, ah, yeah, yeah, I'm left, but nice. Like, I kept... So, when I got to Lumumba, I made up my mind. I said, there are so many beautiful women. I will never marry an ugly woman. However nice on the inside they are. <laughs> because I discovered there is no reason why a man should not find a beautiful woman on the inside and a beautiful woman also on the outside. Praise the Lord. That's why when you look at my wife, you are like, yes. Praise the Lord. I am saying this to you because we must change some wirings. And you understand that while you were thinking that you are waiting on God, even God was waiting on you. From this night, you are going to start to change and to speak certain things into place. If a man from the Old Testament could stand and tell a whole king and say, King, according to my words, there is not going to be rain for three years. So it was established by God that if anything is to happen here on earth, it must happen with the authorization of a human being. And did you know you are a human being? So I am talking about you. And so when God is about to do something, he finds a man or a woman who will agree with him. Of course, the devil, because he's the ruler of this world, many men and women were already sold over to him. And by default, people agree with the devil more than they agree with God. Even you, if you are not very careful, you will agree more with the devil than you agree with God. 
It is why the Lord put a trick there. He, he got a strategy. And so he told Jeremiah, you know, I will give them shepherds. You understand? He said, I will give them shepherds who will feed them according to knowledge and understanding. Because when you get to know these things, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. And so, ogendo okulabanti, is a function of knowledge. What you don't know will kill you. Praise the Lord. But now you know. Now you know. Now you know. You know, one of the things that I'm always amazed about is that even people who are not believers in Jesus Christ... When they rise to a place where they really believe in themselves, they begin doing great things. It is what, it is what psychology is all about. Did you know that? Psychology is to get you to, uh, to, to, to accept that there is something great in you. Just read your Bible. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, I did four, four semesters of psychology. Yeah. And then I also did another three semesters of Christian counseling. And I concluded, we just need to read our Bibles and believe them. <laughs> you get it? These things, did your father say? And how did you, how was your childhood? Can we explore that thought a bit more? Just read your Bible and believe it. All right? So when you see people who are doing great things, you will notice that there is something about them that gives them a certain confidence that you can't explain. And to some people, some people actually really, really go to witchcraft. Yeah? They really, really go to witchcraft. And because they have demons, they, they gain this confidence. But it is really agreeing with the spiritual world to be established in the natural world. Now, you are a believer in Jesus Christ. Are you a believer in Jesus Christ? Yeah. Which means you now carry greater power than any witch doctor. Yeah. True story. Hallelujah. Cool. So let's come back to Elijah. Elijah, verses 20. Verses 20. So Ahab sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together on mountain, on Mount Carmel. And Elijah came to all the people and said, how long will we falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal, follow him. But the people answered him, not a word. Now these people want, want rain. Eh? And this dude... <laughs> Hey, this dude is just holding. It's not God holding the rain. It is this man, a guy, just said, until I say something again. There's another dude in the Bible who said to the son, stop and stand still until I finish my war. I am winning. You can't go when I am winning. <laughs> Stay where you are. I have to first win this battle. 
and it did. Do you know that even scientifically, scientifically now, they also, they are looking, there is a day the earth is missing. Yes. Real, real, real like science. They, they, they look and, and there is a day that the earth is missed. The earth misses a day. Yes. But, I, and we tell them, just read the Bible. It will, it will tell you. There was a guy who stood... <laughs> And said, I am winning a war. Son, where are you going? First stop. And I do what? I am telling you. I am telling you. The day has come for you to understand how much power God has given to you. And we are building altars. We are establishing altars. Hallelujah. So they are waiting for Elijah. So he tells them, let us choose. If Baal is God, let us follow him. If uh, the Lord is God, let us follow him. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. By the way, um, he just didn't know that there were 7,000 others. But the problem with the other 7,000, I always have a problem with them because they had the same power Elijah had. They had the same access Elijah had. Heaven was acknowledging them, but they were doing nothing. So Elijah, the man, the man thinks he's alone, but there are also 7,000 7, other people who can call fire down. And, and I think sometimes I feel like Elijah. I am losing my voice explaining a very simple point. And for a whole week, I've been explaining. And there are still people who are still looking at me like, and I'm like, listen, you have so much authority. You have so much authority. Just believe it. This thing, I'm believe it. You get it. So that you begin to walk. You know when you believe, when you believe even your walk changes. Even the way you speak. There's a certain confidence you carry because you know you can change the atmosphere anytime. Anytime. You can cause someone to be fired anytime. Anytime. Yes, if you don't like them there, you can tell them you are gone. Benson, he was trying to get on TV and there was a secretary who was supposed to uh, do some things to get the things approved. But she was being trouble. So they told her, but this is Benson's program, it must go on. She said, who is Benson? She said, who is Benson? So Benson said, what did she say? Who is Benson? Benson went there, went to her and said, woman, you ask for Benson, here is Benson and I have fired you. And we left. You know, it's like you go to NTV and someone has refused pastor, your pastor's program on. Okay. And you go to NTV and you tell the managing director, I have fired you. And you walk out. And then, and then the word went to the big people. Benson was here. This woman, she, he fired her. Benson fired her. Benson fired her. Then what is she still doing there? <laughs> and that office, you were supposed to be fired by the president. So the president had that Benson had gone and fired the other woman. Then he asked, what is she still doing there? 
authority. That is what you have. Nolio kongamba. E wama mba mba devavu. Ngamuli baba deva lungupe. Katigamba baba de. E wafe baba de. Togamba tuba de. Kubanga katigotandisi. Bali wabatandisi nga mukama nyamba wano. I can tell you, you can now go with all authority and tell the people wherever you come from, don't you guys worry, I have started, I am here. Don't you worry, Alex is here. Glory be to God. You have started a new line of very successful people. Now, and, and now you wonder why, you guys, and now you wonder why Pastors flourish and people say, Baba Saint. But we flourish, we flourish because we speak like this. We get in our closets and say, Sigenda Kubera Mavu, Abana Bangetebakenda Kubera Mavu, Ntandi Sebe. Ngago Sigalo today, Ngo Sigalo Baraba. Glory be to God. Give them to us. Give them to us. Hallelujah. Catch your ticket, then get it to Sabamu. One more take it, then get it to Sabamu. Hey, we're to Sabah. Sigenda Kule Merewa. Sistobola Kule Merewa. Tewali Chenzarati Merewa. Tewali Chinkuta. Ngagogamba, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, that's what we do. That's what we do. Because we have understood. That if I can declare it, he will establish it. He said, You will decree a word. Hey, so Elijah Nabagamba, now let us not, uh, you know, we need to authorize some operations. So, so we need to find out who is the true God. Is it the Lord, the Lord, or is Baal, Baal? Let us agree with one of them. Let's not just be, until today we are here, until today we are there. Let us go with what works. So, the story continues. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450. And, and, Stop making us pastor feel very lonely. Like we are the only ones who can get results. When you also can get the same. Ochimanyi osobolo kuzukuka one day. No genda no dismissing abantu wona abali mumakshon be. Nobawa, nobawa bajitabata. Discharge letters. And really, manye obuzibunti, some of you go and pray faith lacking Prayers. Mukama, no, no, Muyambe. Mukama, no, no, Nayemujewo. Mukama, and the heaven is looking at you. Say, no, it's not Mukama. You are there. And sometimes you just need to wake up 
and and go and say nzize okusibula abalwadde mwenna abali mudwali lolino gwani nze mtagubya alex the representative of heaven for you today i have come to help you i have come to help you i am your help today Ay, 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 ay. And you start now you in Jesus' name. Go back home. Now you in Jesus' name. Go back home. Now you in Jesus' name. Stand up and go back home. Gwezala. Gwekolachino. Hey. Yes. Yes. Tomalabu debunji nyo 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 dismiss people and let them go home let them go home you know one time ben hin had just closed his ministry he decided he because people were giving him a lot of trouble you are just faking miracles you are just whatever he said okay he took away all the cameras and everything and he went into this children's hospital, the children who had cancer. And he would wake up every day and he would go to the cancer ward for the children and he would just dismiss them. Just get them, pray for them and tell the mother he'll go home. Uh, uh, yeah, you tell the doctors to check. Pray. Go tell the doctors to check. Pray. Go tell the doctors to check. Pray. That's all he did. He, he, he did that for like, I don't know. I don't know how long he did it. But he would wake up every day. It, for him, he said, it was my consecration. Because people were saying he's doing, and they had said that. If, if you are doing all those miracles, why don't you go to the children's hospitals where there is cancer? He says, okay, great. And when he did that, when you, you know what happened? The newspapers and the bloggers, they never wrote about it. Ah, ah. They don't write about those. But that is how much power is vested in you. So, when God looks, but does the kasam see that in Abujevali? And I am trying to wake up the kasam. Are you, be, are you, are you, are you awakening? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So he said to them, therefore, let them give us two bulls. We want to find out. Let them give us and let them choose one bull for themselves. Cut it in pieces and lay it on wood, but put no fire under it. <laughs> and I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood, but also put no fire under it. Then you, you do what? Call on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of my, of the Lord, and the God that answers by fire. That's the one we will know. The God that does what? So, all the people answered and said, we'll get the Now, Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one bull for yourselves. Prepare it first. And call on the name of your God, and put no, but put no fire under it. So they took the bull 
which was given to them. They prepared it and called on the name of the Baal from morning till noon, <laughs> saying, Oh Baal, yes, oh Baal. Can you imagine, can you imagine praying from morning until noon you are praying, Oh Baal, yes, oh Baal, yes, oh Baal, yes, oh Baal, yes, oh Baal. Was like, was like the tongues of some I hear. Oba, hear us. Oba, hear us. Hallelujah. But there was no voice. No one answered. <laughs> then they leaped up about the altars which they... No, 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 Auntie, when no, no. Oba, hear us. Oba. And so it was at noon, Elijah began to mock them and say, Oh, Cry louder. He is a God. <laughs> or maybe he's meditating. Hey. Maybe he's busy. Hey. <laughs> Cry louder. Cry louder. Hey. <laughs> maybe he's on a journey. <laughs> Perhaps he's sleeping and he must be awakened. Mukabe. He slept in. Sajaya koye yatambudeda. So they cried out louder <laughs> until blood gushed out of them. And when midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the offering and the evening sacrifice. Until the time of the Offering and the evening, but there was no voice, no one answered, no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to them all, to them people, come near to me. So all the people came. He repaired, someone say he repaired, the altar of the Lord that was broken. Watch together. So there had been an altar of the Lord, but the altar had been broken down. First question, yes, from yesterday, where is the altar? Where is the altar? And so he repaired the altar of the Lord that was, where is the altar? If the altar is broken, where is it broken? He repaired it. And Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, again, I want you to mark that very well, because that's where our first point is going to come from, as we are establishing altars. And Elijah took 
12 stones according to the word of the according to the tribes of to whom to whom the word of the Lord had come saying Israel shall be your name yesterday so we are talking about Jacob the promise that God had given to Jacob and before he told him to do uh, before he gave him that promise, what did he tell him to do first? He said, build me an altar. And when he built him an altar, God gave him a name. And Israel shall be your name. Now, Elijah is constructing, repairing, and reestablishing an altar According to the word of the Lord that had come to him, that had come to Israel, according to the word of God. Hallelujah. Then with the stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And uh, let, me, let me give you our first and foremost point when you are building an altar. Um, number one is hold fast. Hold fast. Hold steady fast. The word of prophecy that has been given to you. And hold very fast, hold fast the word of the Lord that has come to you. Hold steadfastly the word that has come to you. Church, our way to Sokera, because the altar is supposed to be best. On the promise of God. The reason we are building an altar. Is to cause the remembrance of the word of God. Exodus chapter 20 verses 22. So what is point number one? Hold steadfastly the word of prophecy or the word of God. Given to you. The Bible says that God has exalted his word above his name. So when God is going to do anything in your life, the first thing he does is he brings a word. He brings a word. And I'm not just talking about the logos. I'm, also, I'm talking about a rema word. A living word. He, he brings a word. And, and he brings it in different ways. Sometimes the word that the Lord brings is like you are reading a scripture. And all of a sudden, boom, the word that hits you. Like there is, I was in, uh, at university and I was praying in, uh, at my hostel. There was 
a big a common room. There were no students. I was there and I was praying and I had been reading my Bible the whole day. And then I, I was praying. Then Hebrews chapter 6 came back to me, or 6 or 9, came back to me. And, and, and it, but it came back to me very personal. And he was saying, in increasing, I will increase you. And in multiplying, I will multiply you. So that became a living word to me. One time I was reading uh, Ephesians. And all of a sudden, out of chapter 3, came out this word that was saying to me that I will grant you to be strengthened in might by the working of my spirit in your inner man. Like it was that direct and it was text, it was scripture. I was reading but the word came to me so powerful. Other times, the word comes to you um, very uh, candidly by someone identifying you and saying, Deborah, I hear the words of God saying, pay attention, write it down, record it, get it, hold on to it, continue in it, hold fast. Exodus 22, uh-huh. And the Lord said to Moses, say to the people of Israel, you saw for yourselves that I spoke to you. Yeah? You saw for yourselves that I spoke to you. You saw for yourself that I spoke to you. And so we build an altar when we first of all lay a hold and capture and, and steadfastly hold on to the word that has come to us from the Lord. You, you saw for yourselves that I spoke to you from heaven. Uh-huh, go on. Remember, you must not make any idols of silver and gold to rival me. I'll come back to that. Build me. Let's read together. Uh-huh. 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 Build me. Build my altar wherever I cause my name to be remembered and I will come and bless you. Whenever I cause my name to be remembered, you understand? And so every time a word comes and it I I can I, I don't know maybe you are tired of hearing about my mother but but I remember that one of the most famous preachers Joel Austin does not finish a sermon until unless he has said a story about his father Kakati. 
Wewe abikutamie nawe funayo mama wo aina story Nao muogere kokubanga tate tunakolachi But from my childhood I've always heard my mama when she comes back from church she's like eh musumba no yayogedde chigambo Chikambo chino chankolede era ngenda chitambuliramu ngenda chisabiramu chino kuzala chino kuzala chine chigambo chine and she talks about that word and hey. even recently when she visited me she said omana yabulide echigambo nempuliranga chinkute kati ngenda kutula kubigere bya mukama echigambo echo nchinyweze nchikwata chino keep on doing it do you understand what, what the first step when you are establishing an altar is to call is to recall the word to capture the words to 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 believe the word to become obsessed by the word okumanya omanye okambabulire sitani muyaye sitani mubi otula mukanisa katonda nayogera nayogera in such a way ntino olumu nova unga nawo kujugumira no kujugumira okolachi ojugumira like you really feel everything in you has 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 picked something like it has picked something you know that god has spoken some of you the word hits you 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 even cry you're like eh this was my word you even use those words this was my word you wrote five pages and you underlined the scripture praise the lord not take a one bone sticky note you used the red the pink and the purple like your bible is well decorated na ye bova mu church yone bikomao kakati itori nacho sobola kozesa when the enemy attacks but number one is for you to kakati kambabuze uh, Elijah ono musajja muzivu Let's go back to 1 Kings 18 verses 31 Now you look Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob Omulabi Jacob to whom the word of the Lord had come saying Israel shall be your name So laba look the word through which Elijah is claiming it was not even given to him it was given to Jacob to whom the word of God so the word of God did not come to Elijah he's not operating from his words he's operating from his great 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 kachango ja kuda city church ebigambo bimeka ebyogedwa kubulamu bwo gendo tule aniyo mulalaya galo kujja 
prophecies meka. Gwewebu zemu. Ziriweza katukirira. Na yo saba. Buobo saba. O saba bichi. Like what are you praying? What are you asking God to do that he has not already said he is going to do? Chitegira. Obade wo. Basabiro muami wo. Bamu wobu nabi. Bamu ogiri gambo. Bobo mchalo mgezi gezi. Nzebrebata andi kukura gula umana wangenga. Ntega. Kakamera ntega. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because now you are coming into the presence of God. Katonda tomuletera. Just to be the words of your. Like your thoughts are. He says my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Like he's not afraid to, to, to tell you that your wisdom is foolishness to him. He's not afraid to say, whatever you think is your righteousness, it's filthy rags to him. Like you are not bringing anything to him that is uh, really any worth. I was telling worshippers, you sing and for your worship to be acceptable, malaika, and then and so when you are coming to God, you come to him with words, but not your words with what he has said. So let me ask you, what has God said to you? Now, before you think, because I know the devil is a liar, because there are some of you who are saying, ah, there are some of you who, I don't even remember what, okay, okay, someone said something to me. I don't even remember it. Every week, every day, when you come to church, what do you capture? God loves you so much to waste your time. Every time, like already you sitting here, there's already so much word that has been spoken over you that if you wanted, you can spend the rest of this night just praying through what has been said about you. I thank you, God, that I am here. The world shall hear that Alex is here. It will be announced on radios. It will be announced on the internet. It will be announced on TVs. It will be announced in stadiums. It will be announced in high places that Alex is here. I have arrived. I change situations when I come. Atmospheres change when I arrive. People realize that I am here when I come. Yes, he is my God. And when I speak, it comes to pass. I thank you for authority. I thank you for dominion. I thank you for power. I thank you that you have given me authority and the ability to change situations around me. And Lord, here I am now. I am changing situations. I am changing circumstances because I can. As Elijah prayed, he was in an inferior covenant. But right now, I am in a superior covenant. And because I am in a superior covenant, I speak success. I move forward. I speak grace. I, I, I. Begin to pray.
Speak those words. That is how it's done. I am a success. My life goes up and high. I can never be denied. I can never be denied. I move upward and upward only. Upward and forward only. I am filled with grace. And this grace multiplies. God is with me. The spirit of God is upon me. The spirit of God is within me. I am a child of the most high God. I carry the authority of heaven. I can never fail. Luzila shall hear of me. Kampala shall hear my name. Uganda will hear my voice. Africa will respond to what I have. Shele bladagata. Reko bladega ba 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 Heaven opens when I arrive. I walk with the presence and the power of God. The atmosphere of heaven responds to me in Jesus' name. Word is my guide. Your word is my shield. I hold on to the promises of God. I hold on to the promises of God. I cannot fail. I cannot go backwards. I am I hold on to the word of God that for me it is already done. When I enter places, it is already done. Opportunities find me. It is my destiny. It is my destiny. It is my destiny. It is who I am. Things work out well for me. This is the word of God for me that it is already done. His presence is with me. His presence is upon me. His power is upon me. I cannot fail. My generation shall hear of God's great works upon my life. I am a success in all fields. I am filled with wisdom and understanding. I grow in wisdom and I exhibit wisdom. When I speak, kings listen and respond. Men listen and respond. I enlarge because of God. I enlarge by the working of the Holy Spirit. It is God's word for me. It is God's word in me. I am a success in Jesus' name. 
I walk in favor and I walk in power. When I enter a place, atmospheres change, situations change, the sick will be healed, signs and wonders happen, life happens in Jesus' name. I am glorious in all my ways. I walk in the Lord. I walk with the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I am filled with the power of God. Yes, and it is seen to my peers. It is seen in my contemporaries. Now arise. Now I arise. Now I arise. Now I arise beyond the limitations of my flesh. Me and Takatakata. It is God's promise to me to increase me and to multiply me. It is God's promise for me to increase and therefore I will increase. I will multiply. Yes, I walk with the spirit. I walk in the spirit. I am of the spirit. I am of the spirit. It is God's word for me. It is God's word in me. I am not limited by the boundaries of my experiences. I am not limited by the boundaries of my education. No, I am not limited by the boundaries of my origin. His promises upon my life are stronger than any limitations I might have faced in Jesus' name. Oh yes, he is my shield. He is my defense. He is my buckler. He is my God in whom I will trust. I will not fail. I thank you because I am like a tree. Yes, I thank you because I am like a tree. Yes, even though it be cut down, yet it will sprout up again. And the scent of water, it will sprout up again. I cannot fail. I am like a tree. I don't stop. It is God's word for me. You have spoken so much. It will come to pass. I agree with your word. I agree with your word. Lord, I agree with your promises upon my life. I agree with your word upon my life. I agree with your promises upon my life. Yes, Lord. I agree with your power in me. I agree with the spirit of holiness. I agree with the spirit of sanctification. I agree with the spirit that makes me clean. I agree with the spirit of forgiveness. I agree with the power of God. I agree with kingdom come. The power of the gospel is what leads me. Me and the word of God is surely established in me. The word of the Lord is surely established in me. 
These are the promises and I live by them. These are the promises and I live by them. The word of the Lord. If you said it, yes, it will come to pass. I increase, I multiply, I increase, I multiply, I enlarge, I increase, I multiply, I enlarge. It is God's word for me. You said it, you will bring it to pass. You said it, you will make it good. These are your promises to me. Africa shall hear my voice. You shall hear my, my, my voice far and beyond my, the boundaries of where I am God will be exalted multitudes upon multitudes shall gather to feed from my hand Thank you, Father, for auditoriums that are filled in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for fields that are filled. Thank you, Lord, for houses that are filled thank you father for church locations that are filled it is your word for me it is your word upon me this word bears fruit in me this word germinates in me this word produces hundreds up to a hundredfold in me this word is already done produces a hundredfold in me. It produces a hundredfold in me. Already done produces a hundredfold in me. It produces a hundredfold among my people. It produces a hundredfold. I won't be left behind. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It will come to pass because you said it. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, I hope you are understanding this and that you will not leave it here because this is supposed to mark your life. This is how you are. You know when we say pray in the word. Pray in the word. We are not just saying quote scripture to God. 
He already knows the scriptures. All right? But that which has become Rema to you. And one of the disciplines that you must learn is to listen to someone's over and over and over and over and over again. I was listening to one man instruct his congregation. And he told them, listen, when I preach a sermon, you know, and it's true that, so, you know, I'm talking to you about altars, right? Do you know how many times I have, first of all, taught about altars? But do you know how much time I have invested in reading, researching, praying, waiting, looking into scripture back and forth to, to make sure that what I am teaching you is not just a theory and a nice saying, but to also test the same. To test the same by by personal experience, but also to investigate how God has been working even through my life by the same things that I am saying to you. So, and then, if you think that you, hearing this thing one time, says, aha, now I've caught it. That is why a lot of people come to church and come to church and come to church. Because every time you come, I'm coming with something new. Every time you come. That's why I decided like the whole of last year, I never taught anything new. As much. I just recycled some things. But to many, they sounded new because. So even this year, I'm going to teach great things. I'll serve fresh food. But most of the things I'll be talking about, I've spoken about already. But the thing is, uh, you have to listen to the word over and 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 over again until it takes root. It takes root. Because Elijah, this man, the scripture he's quoting is thousands of years old. Like God gave the word to Jacob. Jacob went to Egypt. Egypt got into slavery for 400 years, took people to slavery for 400 years. Then they, then they spent 40 years in the wilderness. Then they came. Then they spent how many years there without a king and a priest. And then, and then they formed a kingdom. Then David came. David died. Then Solomon came. Solomon died. Then Solomon's son came. Solomon's son died. They all ruled for like 40, 40, 40 years. And then finally Ahab comes and Elijah and the kingdom is divided. And Elijah comes. And Elijah goes and looks for that word and says, uh, 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 you know the problem with the Baal people? They didn't have, Baal say, had said nothing. <laughs> Baal had said nothing. For Elijah, he built on to what God had already 
said. That's why this year, you must hold on to it is already done. Like, even when a situation comes and tries to oppose it, you are like, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. This is already this is already so you end up creating the necessary atmosphere for the germination of that word because the word is a seed The word is a what? It's a seed. So you have to create the necessary uh, ingredients, environment for it to germinate. And it is planted in your heart. That's why your heart is the altar. It's the altar. It's Bethel. It's the place we are establishing the altar. Hold steadfastly. Do you know how the church moved forward? The church held, the, the Bible says, they continued steadfastly in the word. And let me, by the way, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Do you hear what I just told you? To hold steadfastly in the word. I am, I am a servant of the living God. And go now and listen to uh, on your YouTubes. You go and listen to some of the famous teachers and preachers who are teaching now and what they are teaching and what they are saying right now. You will realize that, uh, I mean, you go and test it out. This week, if you know of several famous preachers, go and find what they have been teaching about this week. Yeah? You go and find some of you. you just pick whoever you think is your fav favorite preacher. I'm, I'm authorizing you just to verify. Just to verify. You will notice that most of them, if not all of them, they will say, study the word. And I, I, even, I will even dare to say some of them will even preach. They will talk about Acts chapter 2 verses 41, 42, 43, 44. Hold steadfastly unto the word. If you find that out, whoever finds that out, yeah? When you find it out, just post it on the church WhatsApp page so that we can celebrate and and, and no, because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, uh, because normally when God says a word and what I'm feeling in my spirit and what I'm hearing in my spirit is that the word I just said to you, this point I just said to you, is not just for us alone. and It, it is for the church of God. It's, it's for those who have ears. Let them hear what the Lord is saying to the church. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And, and so listen attentively to the word. Continue in the word. Continue in the word. 
where are the musicians? Where I am saying to you these words because they will also benefit you. Bijabayamba. So, uh, and sometimes Twitter bidanti naba kubebi manabeta go kuya kubigambo yamukama. Some people think that the instrumentalists they are not of the word, but our instrumentalists are of the word. They are men strong and mighty in word and music. Hey. Glory be to God. I wanted to make sure we are together. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we are establishing altars. We are establishing godly altars. Now, Genesis chapter 35, verses 1 to 3. We are so learning from this man, Jacob, and what God is telling him. Ironically, Mm, uh, the things uh, I, am, I am using Jacob today but you can find all these things with Abraham especially um, because Abraham was the master of altars every time the Lord spoke to Abraham when the Lord spoke to him the next thing he would do was to establish an altar when the Lord would speak to Abraham, he would establish an altar. But Jacob didn't know this secret. Maybe because he had spent so many years away. So when he comes back, God keeps instructing him. So now, the Bible says, then God said. So who is speaking? Who is speaking? He says, arise, go up to Bethel and Dwell there and make an altar there to God who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau, your brother. So, of course, uh, that is point number one, Jembagambi. It's the word of God that comes to you. Uh, and when God comes to you, so you... Now, uh, number two, verses two. Then... Hello. Then Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, put away the foreign gods that are among you. Purify yourselves and change your garments. Now, God will not share the same throne with any other kings. And so, once you understand the word that God has and you hold it, the next thing in establishing an altar, the next thing is having a broken and contrite heart. A broken and repentant heart. Repentance is a must in establishing altars. Now, repentance. Can we begin to talk about repentance and brokenness? So the next, the, the, uh, once you have, once God speaks to you, 
When you understand God's word, God's word comes to elicit and cause repentance in you. Now, when I speak like this, there is something in your heart. And I want you now to watch because there will be something in your heart when I begin to say these things. There will be something in your heart that will begin to kind of like so that you let your heart open up because your heart resists brokenness. Your heart will resist. It will want to say, I'm okay, I'm okay. Now, you got, it's idolatry. There is a big idol that sits on our hearts and that idol is called self. Start praying that, Lord, let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, why? Because your will can be eh, eh, like you, 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 there is a thing in your heart that will begin to just kind of grow in and yet you need to have the thing called brokenness. Uh, David said a broken and a contrite heart he will not despise. So that is why you see uh, when Elijah begins to rebuild the altar, it's an altar that was broken. He rebuilds it. So repentance, repentance and having a broken heart uh, will help you establish an altar. Why? Because it will uh, it will help you drive other idols out of your life. One of the things that, ref that uh, resists God's work in your life are opposing desires. Um, there are things you want but there are also things God wants. For example, you may want to be famous. You may want to get married. Me, I didn't want me. I wanted to be rich. Hey, on Monday, was it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Thursday. On Thursday. Yesterday. I, is it yesterday? Yes, today, today is Saturday. Hey. So on, on Thursday, I went somewhere and uh, a pastor, a lady pastor to Gulu, she was sent to Gulu to plant a church. And she was here from Kampala. She said one of the reasons she didn't want to go to Gulu to plant a church 
Like she didn't want to go to Gulu to plant a church because in Gulu, there was no saloon that would make her hair style <laughs> nicely. She had a cool hairstyle. And there was just, in fact, there was just one place in Kampala where she would do her hair from. Now, if she went to Gulu to plant a church, then her hair, her hair, her hair. So, for you to establish an altar, you must deal with the idols. You must remove the idols. The things that are important to you but are not as important to God. And the problem with you want God to do your thing fast. You are Jacob's. God has appeared to you. He has shown you angels up and down, even himself sitting on the throne. But you are like, let me first come from Laban's house. I, one, one Sanze, one Sanze, you, you found me, I had a plan and a strategy. I, I, I knew what I wanted to do with my life. And now you are changing, changing things on me. First, wait. Let me first. You understand? One of my goals was not to live in Uganda. Now you are telling me to start what? There was uh, one young man. I think he's here. So let me talk about him because he's here now. But I, I won't. You won't know who he is. But I was telling him to go and plant a church somewhere. He said, I left that place. I don't like that place. I don't feel like I can ever go back to that place. I don't want that place. But, but they are people of God. Now, idols, idols stand in the way. And the biggest idol, as I have always taught you, is self. Is self. Is self. The, the things that you had prepared, planned out with your life. I'll finish university. When I finish university, I'll get a gig. When I get a job, then I will build a house. And after I build a house, I marry a queen. And after I marry a queen, I... La, 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 and... Yoka dream becomes yoka idol. And God says, first of all, put away foreign gods that are among you. That's the first step. Put away the foreign gods that are among you. You see, the problem of idolatry, of idols, those idols, every idol or every idolatry is a form of adultery. It's a form of what? Do you know what adultery is? Okay. It's a form of prostitution. Eh? You want me to remain with adultery? Prostitution. Every form of idolatry is a form of adultery. You are substituting intimacy. So when you substitute intimacy with God for an idol... You become a spiritual prostitute. So you will find that 
when you read the book of the prophets, the prophets, you'll find that God accuses Israel of two major things. One, idolatry, and two, prostitution and adultery. In fact, in fact, for most people, if you don't go into God's ways, you end up in sexual immorality. Real, real, real sexual immorality. And it is a sign that you are having idols. You are worshipping other things other than God, except you don't have a big Buddha sitting there. But you are the big Buddha. And so on one hand, motoka Am I hitting too close or Israel? So look among all the resolutions you have this year. Look at all your resolutions, you who wrote your resolutions this year, and identify which ones of those are idolic. Because he said, if we are going to establish godly altars, we must have God enthroned on the thrones of our hearts more than anything else. He can only be alone in the camp. And so repentance is so necessary. Now, when I talk about repentance, I am not talking about confessing sins. Praise the Lord. I am not talking about confession of sins. While confession of sins is good, what God really is looking for is repentance. It is, I wanted this, but because of you, God, now I'm going to do this. Repair the broken altars. Repair the broken places. He said, you are a living stone. You are a living stone. So you are part of you. You are, again, the stones we are using. Yeah? So what are the things you like that are taking you more than God is taking you? What are the things that are more important to you? Can you give them up for God? It is serious because, listen, God has vested his power in us. But there is a reason why we are not making as much progress as we want. As the heavens have guaranteed to us. It's because more than minding God's business, you are minding your business. God is building his kingdom. He needs men and women. I'm telling you, God is not going to do anything here on earth unless he finds a man and a woman who agrees with him. You have to agree with him. Someone has to agree with him. And he will wait 
until there is someone who agrees with him. So, will you be the one or shall we wait for another? <laughs> but then Jesus told Peter, there is no one who has left wives, houses, la, la, la. Find me that scripture. It's no one who has left that will not receive a hundredfold on this earth and a hundredfold in the earth to come. It is his promise to us. It is his promise to us. Pastor Stephen, isn't it his promise to us? I'm still waiting for that scripture because I want people to see it. You have to put away idols and purify yourselves and change your garments and change your garments. Eh, the scriptures. Aha, uh -huh, there it is. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go. Everyone who has left houses. Do you see that thing? Now, you look at the list of the things he's telling you to leave. Number one. Number one. Again. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Number six. Number seven. Number eight. No, wives don't leave husbands, but. <laughs> yeah, because when, when, when the husband goes to the prayer mountain, someone has to keep the children at home. <laughs> But, but husbands, do you see that it is now wife? So it is the husband who has to go to the prayer mountain. Chris, It is the, it's the husband leaving the wife at home and him still staying in church for the whole night praying. Again, uh, she knows the scripture. But he says, but do you know that there's a lot of unbelief in our brains? Because he's saying, no, 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 leave the houses. But what is prayer request number one? You shall, we shall build houses and stay in them. You know what you don't know? You don't know that that scripture is talking about the children of Israel in captivity in Babylon and God is telling them go and be slaves be there and build houses and you will stay in them for 70 years you go back and read that scripture before you quote it properly people don't know <laughs> yeah you don't know you, you are just praying you go and read Have you? And most people who quote those scriptures they have not read them they just had someone else quote, and it was like, oh yeah, I want a house. I shall build a house, and I'll stay in that. But you don't know what the scripture is saying. The, Jeremiah is telling the Israelites, Nebuchadnezzar 
is coming. Whether you like it or not, he's going to take you to slavery. You're going to be there seven years. So when you go to slavery, stay there. Build houses and you stay in them. Uh, settle. Build fields. Take wives for yourselves and marry. Get Settle. You are not coming back tomorrow. Ah, 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 ah. He has sent us in Babylon saying, this captivity is long. Uh-huh. Build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens. Which eyes I bring it out. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, what is point number two? Brokenness and repentance from idolatry. Remove the idols. Because, for example, for example, how many of us here would like to see the Muslim community give its life to Jesus. But what if God began to tell you, go and start studying Arabic? <laughs> you get it. And you're not going to study Arabic in Uganda, no. It's the reason I want you to go to Dubai and become a house help. So you will learn Arabic from the children. Yeah. Uh, what if that is what God is saying to you? Uh, and then you are like, in Jesus' name, I rebuke. I rebuke. Me, I'm going to America. Me, everyone wants to go to America, where the gospel is not only oversaturated, but it is also overdiluted. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are putting away idols. You must kambabulide katonda taina muntu guakoze sanga that person has not given up certain things in their lives. It's true. You just learn to give up. And by the way, continuously, every now and then, he still calls you to give up. You know, before we, we went into multiple locations, I had to give up this church. I had, I had to give it up in my heart and, and say, ah, I can go to Yigang and start again. I can go to Karamoja and start again. I can go to I can go anywhere. I can leave this thing. I can leave it. I can leave it. I, I am telling you, I can wake up tomorrow and you you don't know where I am. You like you spent 10 years without seeing me. <laughs> Idolatry. Yeah. Because I was there telling God that I'm coming. He said, huh? Okay. What if? And then I realized the pain of that what if. Say, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. 
But when I finally said, ah, mkama, we began planting other churches. And we are going to continue planting other churches. And, and there are people I have told, um, are like, I began telling you that within five years, you guys are going to be pastors. And then there are people who began saying, ah, is your church? Fair? Uh, we, we, we will fund the gospel. We will fund the gospel. We, we will fund the gospel. We will fund the gospel. Hey. And so, and I, and I say, Jesus had how many disciples? Yeah, uh, 12, okay, 12 apostles. Which one of the 12 disciples did not plant a church? The one who had the money. <laughs> the one who held the money. But all Jesus' disciples ended up planting churches. There is no one of them who became a politician and represented the gospel in the political world. No one. No one became an, a, a very big businessman and began become a kingdom financer. No one became. An, in fact, the one who was Bar Barnabas sold everything he had and came to church and he became a son of encouragement. Let's go back to that scripture. Was it in Luke? Everyone who has given up houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. Like you lift, mother, I want God to work a work in you that one day I just say, mother, you are going to Qatar and you have to start a church in Qatar. And you just say, mommy, daddy, bye. Me, I've gone. Me, I've gone. And you get a job at the airport because church, we can't finance you. Get a job at the airport, work during the day and at night, preach the gospel and bring men into Jesus Christ. So, everyone who has left houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or land. Why? For my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit. So, it's a promise. Ate katonda, katonda takubira yo. So, when I see people who don't want to serve God, I wonder. Now, the altar, again, the altar uh, is a place where you place uh, sacrifice, and I'll come to that, but you have to break it into pieces. 
No, not yet. I am still on the same point. Brokenness. Brokenness and repentance. It's you have to break it into pieces to put it on the altar. No. Someone said God told us to present ourselves as living sacrifices. The problem with living sacrifices is they walk off the altar. <laughs> now, I talked about repentance. I still want to talk about repentance because a lot of people don't understand that repentance is also a work that Christ does in us. You see, uh, so go back to Genesis 35. Genesis 35. Verses 2. Let's read it again. Purify yourselves and purify yourselves and change your garments. Purify yourselves and change your garments. Now, um, I, I told you before, there are negative altars and there are positive altars or godly altars. Negative satanic altars and then there are godly altars. Now, the satanic altars, all satanic altars are Empowered, eh? they are they are reinforced by sin and iniquity. Every altar. That is why you will find that in in shrines, in shrines, there will also be uh, a lot of uh, immorality, lying, manipulation. Uh, yeah, like it it is sin. That empowers. So if you want to continue negative altars, all you do is you continue in sin. When you take sin out of the way, you remove the power that empowers negative altars. You understand? One of the reasons, like me, I don't, I can't, I won't, I shall not take any form of alcohol in whichever form it is. I, I won't, I can't. I won't. Name it whatever name you give it. Alcohol, I know what alcohol is. You know, one time, I, I, I think I've also told you this story before. One time I was in the airport. Should I tell you which airport? Yeah, I was in Denver. 
and I was trying to connect. Uh, I had just come from Dallas and I was flying into Denver. Yeah, this will be your story also. One day you will say, I was flying from Entebbe to Masindi. <laughs> I was flying, uh, me, me, I want that to be my story. I was, I was flying from Entebbe to Masinde to check on my oil fields. Uh, I, me, I, I want that to be my story. So, And then connect to Sarati uh, using my private jet. <laughs> to like, um, anyhow, are you still with me? Or, where are all the people that were here? Oh, Alter. Wow. Praise the Lord. Ah, I need some people here because. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, what was I saying? Hey, I was telling you why me I don't drink. I was in Denver, I was tired, and then I was ordering. And sometimes I was in the, in the airport restaurant, and they have things, but sometimes the names are in French of the meals. So I don't know why, uh, like high-end uh, restaurants, they just have their names. Yeah, and the people I was working with during that time, the organization I was working with, they never allowed you to just eat anywhere. You had to eat in a place that represented them well to give them a good receipt. So, so I went to this restaurant. And so I could only order things by pictures. People, if you laugh a lot, I lose my point. So let's. But where the spirit of the Lord is, yes. So when you see joy, you know the spirit of God is in the place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I, I see on the corner there was a glass that had blue liquid with a, a cherry on top. So I said, to the waiter, give me this one. It looked, it looked nice. Me, I knew Uganda Waraji, it is not blue. <laughs> Even Bero beer, whatever, it, uh, they, are, they have a certain color that. So I looked at blue, blue must be a nice. <laughs> Nice. It must be a nice drink. <laughs> it, and, and it ended with the word margarita. 
So I told them, give me this. <laughs> and, uh, and so the lady brought the thing. And it looked, it looked, ah, I said, this is the drink for high-end <laughs> travelers. <laughs> so I don't drink alcohol. I don't. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, because the altars in our clans, and most of you in Uganda, they have a lot of alcohol. So, if for no other reason, those things, leave alcohol alone. Leave wine, whatever. This one is what? Leave it alone. Because the negative altars, hello, the negative altars are empowered by sin and iniquity. When you continue in a certain habit for some time, after a certain period of time in the practice of that habit, you establish it as an altar that will follow others after you. It's the same with all other sinful habits. When you continue into it, and you continue to it, and you continue to it, and you continue to it, and you continue into it, you invite demonic spirits that attach themselves to that, and you give them authorization to begin to operate. They don't come alone. Before you know it, you are entangled into this, entangled into that, entangled into that, entangled into that. <laughs> and you are, you keep saying, Musumbam Nang and Sabirako, Chinechin to Chair and Sabirako, Naya, Chetu Sabira, Echikunueza Zachida, Langa. Don't even try. Don't try. Don't come near me. Hallelujah. Don't do what? Leave me alone. Me, I know. Now, godly altars. Godly altars are on the other hand established on grace and mercy. That is why you saw when, when God told the children of Israel to build a tabernacle and put, and, and put there the ark of the covenant, he put a mercy seat. He put a mercy seat on it because we approach God at the throne of grace and we receive mercy 
and grace in our time of need. Are you connecting these things? Because for me, in my mind, they are very connected. So are you connecting them well? So now, mercy, mercy helps you to purify. Mercy. It is mercy that purifies us. Nowadays, you don't purify yourselves by trying hard to stop it. Are you understanding? So when we talk about repentance, we are not talking about you now because Uganda. Because the altars that were established in Uganda, you were taught repentance, but they told you, repent, you repent, you repent. And you confess the sins, you confess the sins, it comes back. And you say, please, please, I'm sorry, Lord. I will never do it again. I repent. You say, I repent. But they don't say, I repent. You just go before God and say, mercy, Lord, mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. I am a sinner. I just... I am. And that is not repentance. That is confession of sins. So you hold the mercy seat and say, Lord, have mercy on me. I don't know how to do this thing, but if you can have mercy and help me and grant me repentance. And what? Grant me repentance. Repentance is given by God. Repentance is the ability to turn from evil and embrace good. And that ability you don't have in your own power. Now, awo bandi about somesa altars abasoka. Naba singa they were teaching a good thing. The problem is they taught it from the old covenant perspective. None did not help us get into a new covenant perspective where he says, I will make a new covenant with you and I will write my laws on your heart and I will write them on your mind and your sinful deeds I will remember no more. Do you understand? And so you realize that our repentance right now does not come from our efforts. Our repentance does not come from our saying, Mukama mchimaze. Sigenda kudam. Sidayo. Mukama sidayo. And then you spend two weeks without going back. And then on week number three, you are, you are walking, Kubivio. then you see someone with this chiboto, you look at and and the whole thing comes back to you, and you're like, I'm not going back, but... <laughs> oh yes, you go for a wedding. You go for a wedding, and they have two big things near you, and you're just like, uh, oh my God, I... 
Just one glass, Lord, you know. Just one glass. Mm. I'm not getting drunk. I'm not. I'm not. You say drink a little, a little. Say a little. <laughs> you know, a lot of my American friends, a lot of my American friends don't believe that God doesn't want you to drink alcohol. They, they just believe, they think, no, God doesn't want, God has no problem with you drinking alcohol. He only has a problem with you getting drunk. So, yeah, that's what they say. So now one of my friends, we're at his house, we are celebrating New Year. Uh, we're at his house and he's fasting. Yes. He's fasting, but you know how we fast and drink? Yes, for him. Let me come You people, Americans are our friends. Now let's not copy their model of church. I'm telling you, let's not copy their mode of church. It is dying. It is dying. You 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 find uh, one of the things that makes me very sad every time I go to the Americans is to see parents who are so passionate about Jesus with children that are so far from faith. So far from God. Like we had one of our theology professors. What? Theology professors. He writes a book on theology almost every, once every year. He publishes a book on theology. But one of his sons is gay. And does not believe in the existence of God. Like, look at that picture where, how does that picture even picture? It's not picturing. The picture is not picturing at all. One of my friends, he was a publisher. He's a publisher of, uh, of Christian literature and he publishes big books, some of the books you are reading like Courageous Leadership and some of John Maxwell's books. His company published them. But both his sons are just not in the Lord. One of his sons works as a what's those people who serve alcohol and just churn them up in the bars? Bartenders. And, and he says, no, that that eh? Mixologists, okay, yeah, like that, that, that was, that is my, that was my dream job as a child growing up. I really wanted to, whenever I would, I'm like, but, but, but the family, the, the father and the mother of that family, they, they are some of the, like talking about godly people. But the children are so far from God. Oh, God. Yeah, let me tell you, let's not copy American churches. No, let's stick with what the Bible says. So, repentance, I hope you understand what I'm talking about when I talk about repentance. 
in establishing godly altars is you must purify, you must, because you, God is pure and those who approach him must be pure. But you cannot purify yourself. You cannot purify yourself. But that's where we thank God for Jesus. Because of Jesus and by Jesus, you have been given a right standing with God. Look at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25. Twenty-six and twenty-seven. Okay, let's read two, three. Go. Uh huh. Husbands, love your wives. Echochiwede. Chikozechi. Husbands do what? Don't ask, don't question, don't do, just love. Okay? Just do what? Just love them. And all the women said? Now I was meaning the women that have husbands. It's already done. Can I continue? So that is what? Settled. Now let's move forward. Just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, uh -huh, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water again by the word. Do you see? So our purification does not come from us purifying ourselves. We cannot purify ourselves, but we can hide in Jesus. We can hide in Jesus. Oh, there's money in here. Let's add more so that the work of God may go forward. Praise the Lord. We, we cannot purify ourselves. God requires that we be purified, but there is a cross on which the king of glory died. And he shed his blood that we may be cleansed from all impurity. And he gave himself so that he might Purify us. And so you realize that you have been purified. Hello? You have been what? You have been cleansed by his washing. By his washing of water. And if you have ever listened to me preach about water, you know that 
The water is the works of Christ at the cross. So as he goes through all the pain of things, he's going through at the cross. All that thing is water that is cleansing us. Hallelujah. And so a man who will leave sin, that is a man who will repent, a man who will forsake sin, is a man who will stand in the finished work of Christ and appreciate God for providing a worthy sacrifice by which we are purified, cleansed, and made clean. Hallelujah. And that is where repentance comes from. That's where repentance comes from. That's where the turning around, that's where habits are broken, that's where bad things, is you must be able to look at the cross and appreciate that Jesus, like he has made you clean. You have been purified by his blood. Like, like you don't even know. Do you know that your spirit man doesn't even know how to hate people? No. He just, like he doesn't even know what anger really is. Like onyize, onyize. Your spirit man touch money. He's even shocked when you do. In fact, some of the things you do, your spiritual man is so shocked it takes him days to recover. Like he's. You understand? Do you know one of the reasons God tells you don't go into sexual immorality? He says because you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So you cannot join the Spirit to a prostitute. And in my mind I'm thinking, I thought when he sees that you are going to, he runs away. No, 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 no. It's like the Holy Spirit just stays there. And it's like, you, 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 what, what is this you are doing to me? <laughs> Hallelujah. He just remains. Ah. Whew. You people, we are living in the times of God's mercy. And God is grace. Not that we may transgress, but that we may walk in the spirit of holiness and righteousness. That we may be exercised unto holiness and unto sanctification. Glory be to God. Amen. Come on. And so, take away the idols, purify yourselves. So now, you must teach your body, you must teach your mind to be what God has made you to be in the spirit. That's why the Bible says, walk in the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. 
And if, but if you walk in the flesh, you will die. Hey. So in other words, you must learn to exercise who you are in the spirit. So when my wife does something that I feel like she shouldn't have done, when I feel like, so then I remember I am a spiritual man. Hallelujah. And you must learn to exercise yourself in godliness. That's what the Bible says. Exercise yourself in godliness. You have to exercise yourself in godliness. So, uh, when the thing that used to get you angry, when it shows up and you feel like anger is rising, also when you feel the anger rising, now also become conscious of your spirit. And say, I am a spiritual man. What does a spiritual man do? Because I've been sanctified by the blood and the washing. I am pure before God. I am pure before God. He sees me in the same light that he sees Jesus Christ. Shele balaba. That is what Jesus has done for us. So now we are in the new covenant. And God has granted us the ability to forsake evil and walk in righteousness. Again, remember... Evil altars are reinforced by sin and iniquity. Godly altars are reinforced by the spirit of righteousness. So every time you exercise righteousness, every time you exercise sanctification, every time you, you have started a new thing, a new line of goodness. And when you turn that into a pattern, you will realize that things will begin to change and begin to change. And you know these changes, they don't, they don't begin at the same time. Like, oh, like you don't do it one time and you think then it's going to be it. Praise the Lord. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. The Bible, that's why the Bible says, do not be weary in doing good, for you will reap a harvest where if you do not give up. 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 You will do what? You will reap a harvest if you do not give up. You will reap a harvest if you do not give up. You will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Oh, glory be to God. Do not be weary. Do not be weary in doing 
God. Do not get weary. God cannot be mocked. Man reaps what he sows. So do not be weary in doing good because in due season you will reap a harvest. And the harvest shall surely come. Praise the name of Jesus. So exercise yourself unto godliness. Exercise yourself in doing good things. You get it? So if your family had a problem with anger, yeah, it's not enough for you. Repentance is not going. Mokama, omanyi family ya fe, yalinebi zibu biobu gundi, tugobabuli muzimu gona, ogwa hanga, ne salako anga, ne salako anga, ne jako anga, ne gana anga, ze siri wa anga, si jakuera mubusungu, si tambuli ya mubusungu, mwega na mulinya ya yesu, ebebio nebiari ebi echika, biadaye wa keyo, mbigana, si chari biebio. Okay, it's good to say that. It will make you feel good. But <laughs> and and I am telling you, you people, please observe. Uh, just be sincere. Just be sincere. Just be sincere and look at the people. Um, but look at the people. For example, <laughs> you look at them and see. And observe the fruit of their lives. You will notice that the same people have other different issues, character issues. Like, and you are like, but you spent three days in church. You spent three days in church every week. What's wrong to be a Ghana? To be a Jacko? To be a Salako? I am telling you, it's not how you cut it off. Wow. Hallelujah. And so you find those people with what I call empty spirituality. But I'm like, but praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ate abantumwe abagala malogo mwagalebintwebyo. And I don't know why, but I am saying to you the way of repentance is first of all give up your idols. Hello? Give up your what? Give up your what? Your idols. And, and you know, sometimes idols are good things. Like I told you, I had made this ministry my idol. I had made it. And I had to surrender it and give it up to the point I am telling you the truth that if God 
comes. Nagamba Alex now here. I am ready. I am ready to hand over to someone. Oh, no one. Oh, find someone. Because, and God is my witness. He knows what is in my heart now. But it is then that he has released us. We are going global. We are going global. Hallelujah. We are going global. This year, this year you are going to hear me in Africa. You've heard me in Uganda. You are going to hear me in Africa. I am telling you. Glory be to God. However, I am saying, then repentance, understand how repentance works. Repentance, I said, this altar is empowered by what? By the practice of righteousness. The practice of righteousness is not you trying to get righteous. It is you exercising your godliness. It is the exercise of godliness. It is the choosing. It's the understanding that you know what? And so iniquity and sin has continued because that altar has continued because there is sin and iniquity. Now I am establishing a new altar of the exercise of godliness. So when they are doing that, even when I get tempted to do it, I will but me, I'm godly. Hey, me, I'm godly. I've been purified. I've been purified. I have been made new. You look, go back to Ephesians 5, my friend. Ephesians 5, where we stopped. Which verse did we stop at? Yeah. We were at 26. Uh -huh. That he might sanctify and, let's read together, uh -huh. that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Uh -huh. That he might present her to himself a glorious church. So, do you see that you are glorious? Yeah? You are full of glory. That's what glorious means. Glorious means you are full of glory. You, glorious means you are full of glory. You, you like when heaven looks at you, you are shining. Ever shining. Ever shining. Ever shining. Ever. Yes, I am ever shining. Why? Because that he might present me to himself a glory. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, he has cleansed and purified me. Oh. And by the way, that same picture is the picture you look at all believers. So that when I look at you, you are glorious. And so, you know, you must stop looking at people through carnal lenses. 
and you begin to look at them through spiritual lenses, it will help you relate with people in much better ways. This is how we are able to believe in people who others say, ah, no, 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 no. But you see, the, the, the point you come to and you see this person, they are not only the image of God, they are a glorious image of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You who are wondering, how do you even begin to believe in people that no one believes in? It is that. It's that when a person comes to Jesus, ah, that person becomes glorious. Some of them may not even yet be aware of the glory that is upon them. But some of us are able to look beyond what is presented outside. And you're like, ah, 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 ah. There is glory somewhere in this person. There is glory. There is glory. He is a glorious person. He's a glorious human being. You are glorious. 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 I said you are glorious. Because the Bible says that he might present her to himself not having a spot or a wrinkle or any such thing but that she may be holy and without blemish. This is why on weddings, ladies put on white gowns. Ella, you ladies, never allow to put on any color other than white. Like pure white. You are making a statement. You, yeah, you are making a statement. Not cream. Smanya cream. Nowadays, there are even brown gowns. Brown gowns. You are white but off. Why? 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 You are glorious. You are glorious. You are glorious. You are glorious. Pure, without blemish. This is what Jesus has done. Did it say that the church makes itself? Are you the one who presents yourself? Who is presenting us? So, on your wedding, look for a very white. You see, I, I, liked, I liked Ron's wedding because the bride was in white. Even him, he was in white. Did you see it? He was also in white. Hey. So, Jesus is presenting. Remember, remember, remember I told you again about Jacob. Yeah, because when he approached God, there was a way heaven was looking at him and calling him. And there was a way he was looking at himself. And there was a way the world was looking at him and calling him. In the same way, you in your places, they are calling you nakamate, 
God is looking at you glorious, not having a spot, no wrinkle, or any such thing, but she should that you are holy and without. So live to your picture, my dear. Hallelujah. This is, by the way, you, that, this is why um, let, let, you, you dress nicely. You, you have to dress nicely. You're precious cargo. You understand? You, you're very precious. This is why you, you should every now and then take yourself out and do yourself a good thing. Treat yourself to how Jesus treats you. Uh, you, are, you, you are glorious. You are glorious. You are glorious. By the way, Ochmanyi nti nebo bato inasente. You just walk in there and sit in their lobby and do what's up in, in their chairs. Yeah, and take selfies with free Wi-Fi. Even, you, even if you don't have money, no one will chase you out. You are glorious. Those, pla- those things are for you. Watch together. Yes, these things of... These things of, uh, 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 where should I go now? No, 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 no. Me, uh, Mulungu. You know, me, I started, I started very early, like in senior two, when, when they would chase others for school fees, and I didn't also, me, I had already paid, because, because I was on scholarship, Every time, like I was on scholarship from senior to all the way up to senior four, because I was I was the head and not the tail. Amen. Praise the Lord! It is your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. But you know, every now and then they would chase students out of school, and I would use that pretext to to I would walk from Zambia and go to Sheraton. Yes. And I would sit in the gardens and I read my books. There's even, it's like there's better air there. (laughs) And I would read my books in Sheraton. And then I discovered, oh, you can even go and sit in the lobby doing nothing. And no one will chase you. So I would go and sit in those comfortable chairs. And imagine myself rich and powerful. Yeah? Senior two, I, hey, senior two, I had shoes. Got my shoes in P7. <laughs> Look at him. Mukama Yatu, Only transport was a problem. But. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. But, I mean, when you begin to see yourself in that picture, you are glorious, you are holy. That is where repentance starts. In the picture and the version you have of yourself should match the picture and version of heaven.
Jesus paid it all. Oh, to him I owe. Sin had dealt a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Jesus paid it all. Oh, to him I owe. Sin had dealt a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Oh, Jesus paid it all. Oh. To him my own sin had dealt a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Hallelujah. That is what Jesus has done for us. And so in establishing godly altars, we now begin to see that where there was disharmony. I bring in harmony. Where there was misunderstandings. Has, has someone ever been, have you ever been in a place where you, someone thinks you are um, like there's beef between you and you call it beef. Eh? Between you. And then you did them a good thing. Ha, have, you, have you ever been in that scenario? Do you know how good it feels when someone feels like there's beef and then you go behind their back and do something nice for them, it feels, it, it feels so good. You should try it because that is heavenly. That is godly and that is called repentance. So some of you, you are coming from... Uh, Families, places where people are there and you are starting a new line of a godly posterity. So you must establish godliness as a pillar where you are. And that comes from this understanding. You know what? Christ has done so much. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.